This ain't one of them times you could slide by what you say that you gonna do. Put your money up, run that fade, time to show and prove. You know the vibes, partner. Ain't got no wheels up in my guys. I clown in the day, gone in la mañana. I've been on fire lately. Train my spirit, mind, and body daily. Victory is sweet, that's the science, baby. It's only right we represent from Tampa to Tally. And keep the pressure on these ops, they cardio lacking. Till you flapping on the canvas and bobbing and weaving. Unleashing the fury on your face while the audience screaming. Hope they got gray seats or the pay per view. Let's get the Breakdown from J, DJ, and Q. You know the vibes. What's up, everybody? This is podcast number 90. Box of Vibes TV. We here in the building. And this is your man JD right here rocking with my man Q. Already. Q. You know the deal, man. Let the people know what we have on the menu today. Oh man, we got we got a Gary Russell Jr. versus Mark Masayo uh reaction. And then mm-hmm. and then we got the uh we have the breaking news story of the all over the UK, they're saying that um, our big man AJ Joshua will be taking step aside money. He's in the process of, you know, they, they're working it out for the Tyson to step aside so he don't take the immediate fight with usage and you should get the fight mm-hmm. Tyson Fury for the heavyweight unification by big shit. Big okay. Shit. All right, all right, man. So that sounds like a, a, a full plate for us to dive into today. But without further, further ado, let's get into first the pie quote of the day. And I know y'all out there, man. Y'all see our little backdrop we got of the the man himself. Iron Mike Tyson, who myself, and shout out to Q, had us, you know, meet Iron Mike Tyson when he was in Vegas, what? For the Wild of Fury, right? Man, when the Wild, Wild of Fury, Fury that was there, and, and Tyson was uh, in the MGM. You know, so the quote is related to Iron Mike Tyson, where Iron Mike Tyson has now stated that he's kind of done with all the different exhibitions and different things going on. And the quote is simple. He said that, quote, everybody now wants a bunch of money. When I first did it with Roy, it was all fun. I loved it. But now that everybody's out for a money grab, I don't even want to fight anymore because it's all about the money. It's not fun. And that is the quote now from Iron Mike Tyson himself in relation to would he be open to any more exhibition fights? Man, so sound like he out on him, man. According hey, to his most recent quote. Speaking of money, shit. They say uh, Triller ain't gave ain't gave Mike Tyson mm-hmm. all his money. He say they name should be Tricky. Tricky out here. I did see that. Crazy. <laughs> hey man, listen. Hey, we need y'all to smash these like button, man. For real, most man. Definitely. You know what I'm saying? We like 51 away from a thousand. We, you know what I'm saying? From a thousand mm-hmm. YouTube subscribers, big up everybody that's joining, that joining uh joining the team. Would y'all please smash the like button? You know what I'm saying? So so that the notification bells and all of this stuff get popping like they supposed to be, man. Cause we coming, baby. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Down with five notification bell, subscribe, smash the like and subscribe, man. Circulate. Let's let's get it, man. And with that being said, man, let's get into our very first topic. So this past Saturday, we saw the return of the longest reigning current champion, Mr. Gary Russell Jr. He returned to the ring in Atlantic City against the Manny Pacquiao protege, 
who said he'd been studying Pacquiao since he was eight years old. The young bull, 26 years old, Mark McSayo, who's also trained by legendary Hall of Fame trainer Freddie Roach, we saw him upset Mr. Gary Russell Jr. It was a pretty okay fight, but Q, how did you feel about that fight? It was a very intriguing fight with a lot of different layers going into the fight. We heard Gary Russell Jr. talk about, you know, family issues that have transpired over the past few years, uh, whether it's been his brother passing away, whether it's been his father's battle with diabetes uh, and dealing with the amputation. You know, the list goes on and on of the different things that Gary Russell Jr. was dealing with going into the fight. But nevertheless, if you get in the ring, a lot, a, a lot of people say, hey, man, if you step in the ring, you step in the ring. And Mark McSayo came out, and he put on a pretty good performance, enough to get the victory. I think it was a fair decision to say that he won the fight if, for all those who witnessed the fight. But where does Gary Russell Jr. go from here? Where does Mark McSayo go from here? And what did you take away after you watched that fight between Gary Russell and Mark McSayo? Well, you know what I'm saying? First of all, man, thoughts and prayers to the Gary Russell family, man, for everything they've been going through, man. Mm -hmm. You know, they they wanted the they wanted the podcast favorites. You know, Mr. Gary Russell, one of the favorites. We Mr. talk about Gary him a lot. Russell Jr. His family mm -hmm. is, you know, we love his family. And matter of fact, I did um we did did a thing. We talked about them on for you know for Father's Day or something, and we talked about them a few times, but they they are right. the epitome of, you know what I'm saying? Uh I guess a boy dad, you know, his father. Right, right, right. Um, yeah, yeah, his pops is definitely one of what uh, And one he of the made best, it to the fight, uh, by the way. He made it to the, the fight, game, you right. know, which was big, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and first of all, Mr. Gary Russell is the epitome of a G, man, straight up. You got to respect Mr. Gary Russell. I really didn't like, you know, the talking about the – Injury, you know, before the mm -hmm. fight and everything. But either way it go, with him getting in the ring and what he did, what he showed, because you saw, I don't know what round was it, what round was it, where it was very obvious that. It was like the fourth or fifth round. The fourth, yeah, or, fourth or fifth round. It wasn't any more guessing on yeah. what the injury was, mm -hmm. that shoulder, the, the, the right shoulder. The right so shoulder, yep. That that injury, um, and it's been a lingering injury. It wasn't, you know, it was a, re, a lingering injury from, I think he say, all the way back to 2000. It's been a, it's been a long time, mm. and um, right. he never had surgery on it, but he sort of aggravated it, you know what I'm saying, in the training for this for this fight. But what he was able to do because this this deal was a close fight, he gave he in my opinion he gave Mark Masayo because I ain't gonna even lie now. Early in the fight, I felt like Mark Masayo the power he had mm -hmm. and his speed, you know, uh, it really. I was surprised, you know. I, I really was scared for Gary Russell, you know what I'm saying, and um, Mr. Gary Russell. But once I realized what was going on, and after the injury was revealed, I'm like, oh man, it's really, it really finna, it really finna go down because Mark Masaya finna key in. Mr. Gary Russell was, he was limited to just one punch from mm -hmm. one arm. I mean, he wasn't really throwing it right at all. He couldn't throw his his his, his number one punch like he's he's a top three jab in the game. I think he averaged 36 jabs around or something. He double triple jabs. Uh, right hooks, he couldn't do any of this stuff. He was he was limited to just a, a, a left straight, and he was able with his movement, with his range generalship, with his speed, he was able to neutralize to a, to a large degree um, 
neutralize all the things that that Mark Messiah was doing and still mm-hmm. push for a close fight. He felt he felt like he won, and I don't blame him. If I'm able to stay in the ring, you know what I'm saying with a with a young bull with one hand, and right. you know, which for which most of the fight injuries, too. You know, it, mm-hmm. say it again. I said for most of the fight, one arm for yeah, most of the fight. Crazy. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it it was it was insane. So, listen, my thing is. Mr. Mark Messiah, you okay? Congratulations, but um, you got to run that back. That was the champ, you know what I'm saying? I feel like I want to see a rematch in that fight because it's a very big asterisk um in that win, and I'm not taking anything away from him. Shout out to the Philippines, shout out to uh, Senator Manny Pacquiao, you know what I'm saying? Future president mm-hmm. of the Philippines, I'm sure. Um, you know, and of course, you know, one of my favorite fighters of all time. But yeah, you know, Pacquiao, you know, y'all, you know, I just feel like. It'll be very honorable to to run that back, and especially with all the things that was going on in Mr. Gary Russell's life, I just feel like um, that'll be an honorable thing to do. But um, shout out, shout out to to both of those warriors. Mr. Mark Mark Rosario got out there and he did mm-hmm. his thing, and I had, I had the pleasure of seeing him fight in person. I say that again, and um, he brings it, you know. But I I I, I was a little, I just felt like he could have because uh, listen, I feel like with two hands, with, with Gary Russell with two hands. <laughs> I feel like he would have blasted Mark Masayo. You know what I'm saying? I feel like his skill level is too high. And um, I wouldn't have guessed that he was able, he'll be able to finish the fight like that with just one hand and one punch. You know what I'm saying? That's what I got for for that, man. I, what, what you, you know. Hey, man, I, I, I agree, man. To be honest, man, um, first off, I want to give, you know, props to Mark Masayo, you know, for coming into the ring and doing what he had to do to win the fight. Um, you you can never take anything away from somebody, especially when they uh, are presented with the opportunity to win their first ever world championship. And Mark McSayo, he did just that. He did enough in the ring to capture the victory um, on Saturday night against, you know, a debilitated Gary Russell Jr. But with that being said, man, allow me to keep it 100 for a second. I wasn't impressed by Mark McSayo. Point blank period, man. I was not impressed by Mark Masayo. I, like UQ, feel like it was very evident, I think, for for most observers that if Gary Russell Jr. had the ability to utilize his jab with that right hand, that this probably ends up being a fight that Gary Russell wins easily on the scorecards. Because even with Gary Russell Jr. only having just his left arm, the pot shot, for about half of the fight, I believe it was still a decision victory for, for Mark McSayo where two judges still had it, what, 115-113? So it yeah. was still that razor close of a fight with Gary Russell Jr. only having one arm. So I really don't see um, much. Now, I, the one thing I did notice immediately when the fight first began is that Mark McSayo did have a very, very big size advantage over Gary Russell. When I first saw them the first round or two, I was like, whoa. Right. I was like, I did not expect Mark McSayo to come in and look this big compared to Gary Russell. And so you did see early on in the fight where Mark McSayo did have the size and power. But I got to be real, man, as the fight, yeah, as the fight went on, though, there was a lot left on the table that I thought that Mark McSayo did not do. It should have been a more dominating performance if he's really at that elite level when you have a one-handed Gary Russell Jr. And I think um, 
ultimately, Gary Russell Jr. did an excellent job pot shotting, which is why it was so close. But because he didn't have the use of that right arm, that was the difference. Nevertheless, again, once you win a world title once, you are forever introduced oh, no as world champ. You no know, doubt. so nobody can take that away from Mark Masayo. But I will say, uh, going to the end of the fight, I will say when they asked Gary Russell Jr. about a rematch, you know he wants that rematch. Because in his mind, you know he's sitting there telling himself, bruh, if I had my right arm, buddy, I would have beatboxed you all night long, bruh. And you still couldn't touch me, man. Because the, the, the slithery head movement and body movement of Gary Russell Jr. still was giving Mark Masayo fit. So I ain't going to lie, man. It was a good fight. It was a solid fight. Like you said, Q, he did talk, he did kind of hit at the injury before right. the fight. So it was very evident what it was. But I would predict that if they do it again and Gary Russell Jr. is healthy, that he's going to e win an easy decision against Martin McSayo. Um, Another thing I will say, though, too, is that I feel like Gary Russell Jr. has to hurry up, get active, man, because you're 33 going on 34 now. And what starts to happen for every athlete is injuries will start to mount up, period, because you're not as young as you used to be. So when you get in there after two years and you try to go hard sparring, you try to get yourself right, things like this are going to get re-aggravated and you're going to start to be more susceptible to more injuries. So I really hope that he gets his shoulder worked on, right. whether it be surgery or whatever necessary. But I hope, bro, I hope that it's not another year or two before we see Gary Russell. Um, because at this point, he can't win that fight against age as he's getting older. Even though he's an excellent boxer, Gary Russell can't defeat age, man. But overall, I feel like it was a good win for Mark Masayo. But if Gary Russell was healthy, I, I see him winning that easy. And, and, and real quick, man, want to want to get a shout out to the to the other uh, Gary Antoine Russell. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, did a did a little did a little thing, uh, a future future prospect joint on from IG a while ago. On mm -hmm. him. He actually has a fight coming up February 26th on Showtime Boxing. You know what I'm saying? Big up, right. man. He's fighting the thing Victor Postal, which is a big deal. Hey, that's a legit fight. Yeah, man. Hey, that's a coming out party fight. Terrence Crawford and what, Josh Taylor? And what was yeah. the stop? That might be the last person that um lasted all the way through with Bud. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So uh, that's a big one. I'm going to be looking forward to yeah, that. Matter I, of fact, he's the one that beat, for anybody that don't know, he's the one that um beat Errol Spence in the Olympics. Uh -huh. You know what I mean? So yeah. look, looking forward to that. Yeah, man, that that's 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 gonna be a nice one, man. I ain't gonna lie, cause that's on the uh the Colbert card, right? Right, it, it, Chris Colbert. Colbert card. I, I think, I think one of them. Yes, sir. Yeah. So yeah. uh, so so we'll see how that all pans out, man. But let's hop into our second topic now. So now there are multiple reports now coming out of the United Kingdom that one Anthony Joshua may possibly take. Uh, step aside money to the tune of about 20 million in order to allow the Gypsy King Tyson Fury go ahead with a fight against Alexander Usyk. Now, a lot of people are saying that this is possibly a good move for Anthony Joshua because there's a lot of people in the boxing world who feel like 
Usyk is just a bad style matchup. And that if they would have immediately gone into a rematch, Usyk would have still possibly outboxed them, which could have absolutely tarnished any kind of uh, Fury versus Joshua card. So, Q, what do you think? Would it be smart for Joshua to take a step back, not go ahead and do this rematch to kind of keep some of his stock and not risk losing to Usyk? Or should he go ahead and go through with this rematch, possibly around April or May, with Alexander Usyk and go ahead and take another stab at getting his titles back and then trying to go on to the Gypsy King Tyson Fury? So I'm gonna keep I'm gonna keep this real light and brief, man, because it ain't too much mm. to it. If 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 all of this is true, I'm gonna say, when in doubt, get the clout, get the bread, get the money, <laughs> move ahead. You know what I'm saying? Because if you, say, go, go for it, huh? you if, if if there's any doubt that you won't be ready and come back and be and be able to steamroll, go through you sit, man. Sit back and let the cards get your guaranteed money. And let the cards mm-hmm. uh, don't take any further damage or any, um, you know, don't go through that. Sit back and hold on to your stock that you do have. Let people say what they're going to say about you taking money and worry about them. You know what I'm saying? While you work and you prepare for whoever wins that fight. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm pretty sure it'll be something to the to the effect of he'll get the winner or something. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, well, without a so, doubt. Without a so, doubt. So with that mm-hmm. being said, you know, that's what that's that's what that, that'll be my advice. If if that has any legs for real, and it's been multiple sources in the UK, just so SB Nation is even talking about it. So uh, mm-hmm. yeah, man, get the money, get the money, and fall back. Stay stay grinding, stay working, steady. Yeah. Watch film, and be ready for whatever hey, whoever wins. Hey. And, you know, I, I I would agree a thousand percent with that, man. I think if they are going to offer up a bag uh, to for AJ to sit aside and keep working on his craft to try to possibly beat Usyk or Fury, man, you take that guaranteed money, man. Because at the end of the day, you know that a mega fight, if Tyson Fury were to beat Usyk, there is no fight right now bigger in boxing left than an AJ versus Tyson Fury mega bout right now right now that would be the fight and so i really do think aj cannot afford to go into that ring and get outboxed by Usyk again man which i believe Usyk would do <laughs> i think Usyk would tip tap around that ring pot shotting him all night long bro and i think he just is not up to it's, it's a bad style matchup sometimes you got to realize when somebody just has more boxing skill than you do and you got to understand that you need a lot more work so i agree with you man i think hey man if they offering that bad you'll take that guaranteed money to go sit down and go attend the fight ringside watch them two go at it and you be ready to hop in the ring right afterwards and take on the winner no doubt so no doubt so i mean without a doubt man that is how that should go but now let's hey, get hey, into hey. our rapid fire go ahead go ahead bro and, and meanwhile, you know, um, the book of Tommy on um on the Fifty Cent uh universe on Stars, uh-huh, where you got uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Force, you got power, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Well, you now you got BMF Dane in the universe. You got mm-hmm. you got uh the book of Kenan. So you got Tommy, which is another you know, cause AJ said he like to watch some gangster movies. You know what I'm saying? He like to watch some gangster movies <laughs> and, and, and get in his mode. That's why he lost, cause you know what I'm saying? You know, so he had to go back and watch American Gangster and all this type of stuff. So. You know, he over there watching uh Raising Canaan, Raising Canaan, Power Book, Ghost Book 2. <laughs> it's mental, baby. Stuff, huh? 
Yeah, hey, hey, man. Well, we we gonna see what he does, man. But hey, hey, take that guaranteed money if they offering it, man. And with that being yeah. said, let's get into our connector with segment. This is our rapid fire segment where very quick and to the point. Connect means that you agree, and with means that you disagree. All right. So let's get into our first first topic. One time, Mr. One Time out of St. Petersburg, Florida, Keith Thurman is returning, I believe, February 5th against Mario Barrios, the gentleman who fought a very valiant fight against Javante Tank Davis in ACL, which Box of Vibes TV was live in the building. For. You know, we were in the building. But Mr. One Time is now saying, that this year in 2022, screw all y'all haters and all y'all saying that he ain't been active and that he's not doing this thing out here. He says he's not fighting one time, not two times, but he giving it to y'all this year three times. Not Connect me. the with, Q. Connect the with. Keith Thurman will fight three times in 2022. Ooh, whiff. It's a whiff. <laughs> it's a whiff. I would love whip, to see bro. it. I would love to see it. I just don't believe him. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't believe him. him. I think he overpriced. He he not. I don't think he's hungry like that. You know what I'm saying? I don't think he's gonna go out there and just you know. It'll be. I think negotiation and all this type of stuff getting away because I don't think he's just gonna get in there with anybody. Um, so I don't believe him. with. What you say, Hey brother? man, you know, but you know what though? I'm actually gonna go the opposite way, and I'm gonna say connect. Let me tell you why. I say it's a connect that he gonna fight three times. Because man, in Keith Thurman's mind, I really feel like he feels like the Barrios fight should be really an easy peasy tune-up. And honestly, it should be. Right. Because Barrios is a one forty pounder and right. you are a welterweight. Coming off so, coming off getting slept. Right, right. Coming off getting slept by Javante Tate Davis. So ultimately, if on February 5th, this Barrio fight, Barrio's fight is really a tune-up fight and it's light work, then yeah, I feel like February 5th is early enough in the year to where you can see him possibly bounce back, what, maybe like June, July and fight someone, which then that will set you up if you fight June, July. That will set you up for then a winter fight later this year. So I think all things are pending the Mario Barrios fight that he doesn't end up in a war or come out with any injuries against Barrios. So I'm going to say connect because I'm going to make the assumption, man, that the Barrios fight is going to be easy work and that he's going to come out of that fight unscathed, man. So I I'll say connect on that I one, bro. So. I mean, he's in a great position to do it because mm -hmm. he's somebody that what you got, um, you got the people, you got, you got my man, um, Boots that right, you know, he hopped there and um, you know, I believe with boots being there and people don't they don't want to fight boots. I mean, I don't want him to fight boots mm -hmm. right now. I, I uh he he's he's bait for either uh Spence or either uh or either Bud Crawford, you know what I'm saying? Right. Without them fighting each other, I think he's the next valuable opponent that mm -hmm. other than what's man was mandated, you know what I'm saying? Uh but I just feel like he he he. He's in a great position. He's in a great without position. a doubt. So mm -hmm. it's on him, I think, personally. Yeah, hey, it's gonna be on him, man. Because like, like you said, I mean, I will say if he gets by Barrios easily, 
Uh, and Keith claims he wants Bud. And I know Bud has already been on the record of stating that the next biggest fight for him outside of Spence would be a Thurman fight. So we'll, we'll see what goes down, man, if he gets by Barrios as easy as he thinks. He thinks he's going to get by Barrios. But with that being said, let's get into our second connect or whiff, man. Second connect or whiff. So, Iron Mike Tyson is dealing with still not getting paid his loot from Triller. He claims that the money, that the full check that he should have gotten to the tune of 10 milli has still not hit his bank account. From the fight against the all-time great Roy Jones Jr. So now, you know, Mike Tyson is, is feeling some kind of way, man. He's feeling some kind of way about the whole exhibition scene. Um, he's feeling some kind of way about not getting paid. Everything always seems to kind of just not go right for Iron Mike Tyson. So here's the connector with, man. Mike Tyson should hang it up for good and just leave boxing. No more exhibitions, none of that. Should he just hang it all up, man? Connect the whiff. Man, it's a connect, man. I, I think so, man. Like I say, when in doubt, you know what I'm saying? Especially mm -hmm. if you ain't getting your clout. Right. You know what I'm saying? Man, go hang it up, Mike. You know what I'm saying? I'd rather see you do podcasts. I'd rather see you mm -hmm. train boxers. I, I want to see the hangover part five. Whatever you're doing, Mike, <laughs> we want a Mike Tyson punch out on the on the Xbox. I buy a console right. for that. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Whatever you got, Mike, man, you are you are a treasure in the sport. And we love you to death. It was a pleasure to meet you. And that was a whole energy you catapulted and made us believe that this is possible what we're doing. You know what I'm saying? You definitely made me believe it. You know what I'm saying? That was that was a game changer. And um, whatever you do, you will be great at it, man. So um mm -hmm. please, man. I, I you know. If you in doubt, stick with stick with your guns. You don't owe the game nothing. What you say? Right. Hey man, I I, I agree with you, bro. I, I think at the end of the day, uh, for Iron Mike Tyson, I feel like there's so many different avenues outside of the sport of boxing because of how much um, clout he has as a legend. There's so many other avenues of money that he can make um, without. Uh, going back in the ring, I know he's, you know, a little salty because it does appear for whatever reason and none of us know why this is, but it does always appear that a lot of deals he ends up entering, they just don't seem to go right for some reason. Everybody he tries to end up doing business with on a big scale, for whatever reason, is always bumps in the road. So um, I really hope that he can get with the right um, management team, uh, lawyers, and people who can help really iron out and make sure that the deals that he does in the future really pan out to his benefit. But I agree with you, man. I, I think it's a connect for me. I would like to see him done with going into the ring of boxing. But because of so many other things, movies, no uh, podcasting, like you said, um, all types of different shoot. I like him, like you said about video games, man. How about he go get with some people and help bring back Fight Night for all those who played Fight Night back in the day? I know they're trying to come out with another boxing game, but really? I mean, there's just so much that, that that Iron Mike Tyson can do that I just, he should leave the ring alone, man. Right, and I just pray, man, for his business purposes, man. It seems like he has a shade tree mechanic for a lawyer. 
<laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. Mm-hmm. Right. right. It's always something wrong. Always. So I just I just mm-hmm. pray that you know he get that business side together because like I say, when his name attached to it, man, it's gonna draw attention. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And you know it really catapulted. It cat. If we remember, this catapulted. Uh, well, the Conor McGregor thing was first. You know what I'm saying? With Mayweather, uh-huh. that was that was yeah that was first as far as the crossovers. You know what I'm saying? As far as this new age, um, right? Bro, you froze up. Q, you still there? Baby. All right, all right. Yeah, up, you right. back, you back, you, you back, bro. Yeah, froze up. You back. Okay. What right. what what was I saying before it froze? Um, let me see, what was you saying? Um you were just talking about how initially um Conor McGregor Mayweather was the first of that kind. Yeah, of but Mike Tyson, Mike Tyson was the guy that you know he put Triller on the map. You know what I'm saying? Right, he definitely Jake did. Paul was on this undercard. You feel me? That did right. numbers, and mm-hmm. ultimately it got one of the Pauls in the ring with Mayweather. So mm-hmm. the game, you know, the game don't Mike Tyson don't owe the game nothing, and um, you know, he really I look at him as a big pioneer with his name and, and Roy right. Jones, and, and definitely Roy Jones, and um, and I wonder if Roy got all his money. You know what I'm saying, but uh, yeah, because because yeah. because Roy been sort of mum. He been mum on his side. Although I do know that with Roy, I don't believe Roy was was guaranteed ten milli like Iron no, Mike I know was. So right. so so Roy probably got, got his money, but, got his but, money it, but it wasn't as Flat much rate. money as they still need to cut a check for Iron Mike right. Tyson. No doubt. So. So without a doubt, man, we'll see. We'll see what Mike Tyson has next. I agree with you a thousand percent, man. It does feel like he always has a sketchy lawyer. Somebody's not looking at the paperwork properly when when, when these deals are going down. So hopefully uh, he can get a, a better team of people, man. We love Iron Mike Tyson. He is hands down one of our favorite fighters of all time. I look forward to possibly meeting him again two, three, four times out in Vegas. And numerous right. fights, so so hopefully that all happens. <laughs> so now let's get into our last connector with, and this connector with deals with. I'm not gonna even lie to y'all, man. I'm very biased at times when it comes to this fighter right here. None other than Terrence Bud Crawford, but there's a lot of people out there who say that Terrence Bud Crawford, oftentimes is a little too quiet. And there's too many people around him who sit, who tend to speak up on things, talk about things, and kind of appear to be the voice of Bud, although Bud may not agree with what they're saying, or he may, or he may, who knows. But the connector with Q, here's the connector with. Terrence Bud Crawford is far too quiet when it comes to speaking up and tends to allow too often other people around him to speak up on topics related to him. Connect the whiff on that, man. Yeah, man. I, I I think it's a it's a it's a connect, man. I just feel like uh and shout shout out to my man Bernie the Boxer. He's one, he's you know, that's one he's in Bud Camp and um he's mm-hmm. very outspoken, you know. And I do like Bernie the Boxer, you know what I'm saying? But we all know just like family and family, you know, uh you know gotta keep certain certain entities, you know what I'm saying? Because you know, whatever whatever we speak about in-house. Sometimes, uh, you know, we you know we keep it in house. You know what I'm saying? Right. It pertains to business because you can't, like Jay Z say, the great Jay Z. 
you don't want to offend your political connects. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, and he went on a tangent and was was on his Tupac. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, we're talking about PBC. You know what I'm saying? FPBC and F this and yeah, F that. He was running that dissing bad boy, huh? That's where all the fighters at, brother. Did he in the family, That's where Errol Spence is at. So, you know what I'm saying? I just I feel like that's not really conducive to what we're trying to do here. You know what I'm saying? And um, so I say, I say that's definitely a connect, man. I feel like uh, I would like to see Bud get a handle on that, man. And just everybody be quiet. Let everybody wonder. You know what I'm saying? Let everybody wonder. And, um, you know, so because people people see that if you're not if, one thing about it, you didn't say it, but he's from your team. He's close around you. So it gives mm-hmm. it legs. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. That being said, if you don't correct it, you said it. You might as well be done said it. If you don't come back and clean it up, you know what I'm saying? And um, that's just how I feel, man. I feel like, you know, it's made to make people more reluctant to um, want to do business. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, but at the end of the day, man, who knows, man? I, I yeah. hope it's all, it's all, it's all something deeper that I don't understand. Cause I want to see this fight get made, man. What you got? Yeah, man. I, I think, I think, um, well, on, on the first part, as far as Bud being um, too quiet, I, I will admit, man, as being an avid fan of Terrence Bud Crawford, there have been moments where I would I would have liked to hear Bud be more vocal. Um, I would have liked I, I know that's not his personality. It's never been his personality to be the dude that's running around at um, and fights trying to give interviews and keep giving people clickbait. You know, that's never been his, his his kind of style. He's kind of that dude that make the fight, I'll hop in the ring, and I'll mop him up. Um, And, and I've always loved that about him. But he I do think with, with a sport like boxing, because boxing isn't, you know, your, your typical mainstream sport that you're going to see on ESPN, ABC, NBC, CBS all the time, I think you do have to come say a little bit more for yourself and speak on certain things. But I do also agree, too, that naturally – when you have people around your camp, um, and we see this in other sports, that you might have a, a player in the NBA, NFL, you name it, and their cousin, their their dad, their mom, or somebody will say something, they may not have said it, but when people around your camp sit there and say certain things about people or speak on certain things, naturally everybody is going to take it as, that's how you feel, whether that's whether that's true or not. When your inner circle is out there saying certain things, that's how people are going to feel. Um, and like you say, I, I hope that, you know, the fights get made. I hope people don't take too many things wrong with certain people around him that may certain say certain things. Because um, I agree with you, man. I want to see the Spence fight. I want to see the Keith Thurman fight. And I because at the end of the day. Bud is on some level going to have to do some level of business with uh, premier boxing champions and Al Heyman. If we're going to see Keith Thurman versus Bud or Errol Spence versus Bud, there's going to have to be a level of business done between him and PBC. So hopefully, you know, things can get done with those two camps and nobody gets too offended and they can make the fight happen. Is is Castano and um Charlo are both of them on PBC also up at one fifty four? Um, I'm not sure if Castano. We know we know Charlo well, is, okay, but okay. um, yeah, without a doubt, Charlo, I know he's I know connected Richard, enough okay. to where yeah, he's connected so, enough with PBC. So with that being said, even if, even if you go to one fifty four outside of the welterweights, man, all of the fighters, all of the fighters, you know, are basically in PBC. You know, as far as your weight mm-hmm. division, you know what I'm saying. It's it's inevitable. I just don't want to see him. You know, please don't spray them. You know, 
don't want any more roadblocks. Hey, don't do nothing to mess it up, huh? Don't do nothing to give them any more ammo for them to be like, screw Bud, right? Don't 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 offend them and have them be like, man, screw Bud. We don't need Bud. Cause that's that's what'll be happening. Right. So 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 hopefully that don't happen, man. But with that being said, man, we appreciate all y'all tuning in to podcast number 90. This is JD. This is Q. You got anything else, man, before we leave the people for this week? Man, Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, YouTube, you know what I'm saying? You name it, man. We out here. We got the we got the, the website. We got the merch. Um you know, man, y'all gotta get with it, man. Get with it, smash the like button, let everybody know mm-hmm. people think cir- circulation. Help us build, man. You know what I mean? Roll to a thousand, baby. I rolled to a thousand, man. Y'all, y'all heard it from Q himself. Was sitting just by 50, 51 to be exact from that 1K mark. It's been a great uh, climb getting there, man. We appreciate all y'all subscribing. Uh, tell a friend to tell a friend. Share it and share some more. And we appreciate y'all. And until we see y'all for Podcast 91, this is Podcast 90, and we out.